Hi Legends, my name is Margeta and I'm bringing you a new episode of Legend Element podcast, a podcast about everyday heroes amongst us. If you like to support Legend Element, you can do so by buying our hand-printed organic t-shirts on legendelement.com or head to patreon.com slash legendelement and become our patron that we know you like what we are doing. Our today's legend is Daniela Borelli dos Santos. Dani is a former Australian beach handball athlete, kite surfer, exercise physiologist and creator of Relaunch Me, a project which I personally find super amazing. The idea of Relaunch Me is to recycle old unwanted kites and turn them into new products like for example handbags, something what we all use on daily basis. Today we are going to talk with Dani about Relaunch Me. Hi Dani, thank you very much for joining us for Legend Element podcast. Hi Maketa, thanks for coming this way. Uh, Dani, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Where was born such a sporty woman and as you are and how long do you live in Australian Sydney? So I was born in Brazil and I um, come originally uh, from Sao Paulo. In mm-hmm. Brazil, it's a massive city, so there is in the state there's about 43,000 uh, million people. And then I decided to come to Australia to study. So I um, came to do a master degree. I did a master degree in exercise and sports science in Sydney Uni. And then after that, I still wanted to stay in the country and I decided to do a diploma of massage. And um, and then I started playing um, uh, handball in Australia. I was playing handball in Brazil, but I found a club, I found a team. So that's when the coach of Australia told me um, he wanted me to be an Australian citizen. So I did everything, my capability to become a citizen so then I could play for the country. Uh, besides all these activities you do, you love kite surfing, as we all from Legend Element. Uh, me personally, I have never been in Brazil. Tell me, where are better conditions for kite surfing in Brazil or in Australia? Could you a little bit compare conditions in these two countries? Yeah, so I start kite surfing um, uh, almost about three years. Um, I've learned kite surfing in Brazil. And unfortunately, I got to say, Brazil, it is the best place to kite surf. So the season runs from um, June all the way to January and Mm. um, the conditions are perfect. So if you go in the south, uh, in the northeast of Brazil, you have the best beaches and the best places to kite surf. You can choose um, the sort of a wing that you want um, range. You can do downwinders, you can have flat water lagoons, you can have surf, you can have high waves. And obviously, you know, the culture is also very, um, very different than in Australia culture. Like everyone is, um, it, it's just, it's just, you got to feel it. Like we, um, we breathe, we breathe like healthy, we breathe like alive. So um, you will meet people that just been kite surfing for their whole lives and that's all they do. Mm. And they don't have much to live. That's, you know, that's just their passion. So um, we have like thousands of accommodations and you can pay very cheap to kite surf in Brazil. So well, it um, sounds like a dream to me. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is somehow a dream. Like, so uh, we do have things in the country that are not great. But um, when you talk about kite surfing, for sure, uh, comparing Australia to Brazil, if you compare Sydney, um, we do have a season in summer, but it's not as long as in Brazil. And, you know, we do have the warm weather, the warm water and... 
yeah so it's um it's, it's different for me and i guess because i was born there so mm. yeah that's true here the ocean is a little bit colder yeah um Anyway, with kitesurfing is very closely connected to your project Relaunch Me. Could yes. you introduce it to our listeners, please? Yeah, so Relaunch Me was um, was an idea that is just because I wanted to give a present to my boyfriend. And um, I was looking into what was available of kite accessories. And I found out there were already existing bags made of recycled kites. And um, I just found out they were just way too expensive for me to buy it overseas and send, send a bag and it would just cost me too much and I decided to make one for him. So I was searching around and asking people if they had old kites or something to just give it to me, one kite so I could just make a bag and I said, you know what, like let me just research about it, does anyone does any recycle with kite bags? And no one did in Australia. Apparently one person in Perth, they, um, they do um, some recycling and it's more, mostly shopping bags. And I uh, said, you know what, like I can try to just decrease a little bit of the trashing of the kites and um, maybe do something with that. And um, yeah, start creating some bags and that's how it started. I really like the idea of reusing kites, not just throw it away. Uh, and also, I really like the name of your project. Was it easy to come up uh, with such idea or have you been thinking about it like for a longer time? Uh, is there any story behind that? Yeah, it's... Oh, I wish there was. I <laughs> <laughs> No, I was trying to find a name that people could relate to and could understand. Um, Um, that that was something that was um, again happening. So um, when you obviously when you launch a kite, you say launch and um, or lens, and uh, the relaunch is actually just getting the kite to fly again, but in another way. So that's what inspired me. So the relaunch me is of obviously for me is like the kite cry for help, just like just don't leave me there, just you know bring me up again, like do something new with me. Um, I'm not useless, like it's not because I'm broken. I can't. I can't mm. work anymore. So, yeah. So for me, it was was more like inspiring names, so then people could relate to it. Mm-hmm. And I believe like it must be quite hard like to get the old kites. Like, do you have supplier or do you just ask people? How does it work? Yeah. So um, I started with uh, just asking friends um, in the beginning, and um, I got donated like out of the bat ten kites. Wow. Uh, yeah, and <laughs> I still have some parts of the kite, so I try to uh, just to use as much as possible from the kite. Um, I also had some shops that helped me with some kites, so I had Pro Kite go donating me some kites, and I also have Adam's Repair Kites shop, though he just sent me two kites. And um, yeah, people are just, um, they're not holding back if they have any kite on the backyard and they're not doing anything about mm. it. They just ask me if I want it and I always take it, yeah. And tell me which products are you able to create? Yeah, so um, I'm still on creating more um, newer products. Um, so the idea is quite, is quite new. So it's, it's been that I, I launched the site, it's been three months. So I'm creating a few bags, just different types of bags. Um, also create some um, a bean bag and I want to create some normal cushions, uh, barbecue cover, but it will be mostly with bags because then people can take them everywhere, can use them um, and can see it um, most mm-hmm. of the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's duffel bags, there's totem bags, there are beach bags and um, I will make some uh, toiletry bags too. And nice. uh, that's, that's um, pretty do, much the main. Do you have some favorite? Uh, I think um, 
I yeah, I get attached to to some of the the bags. Like I can't get I can't get rid of one bag which I loved. <laughs> I made this bag out of an old Nash kite. Um, I actually saw someone flying this kite the other day, and I just asked myself, why did I? cut the kite so the person actually assured me that you couldn't fly the kite so I said okay I never I never want to cut any kite that can still fly and that's still good to go and it's all made of bladder and um, yeah it took me a while to do it and it looks really nice and it's a messenger bag so that one it's just my little baby yeah. and do you have any favorites like uh, in terms you are sewing it like uh, what is like nice to you like create because uh, I believe like some of them are more difficult than the others yeah yeah like uh, some some bags take me days to do it you know from cutting the right material the cut material is quite slippery and you're cutting and getting the right uh, size uh, but I do like when I have the idea in my head and then you see it when you finish you go oh And sometimes I sit down in that sewing machine and I sit for hours and if I sew something wrong, I undo it and redo it again until I know it looks actually quite good. Um, every every bag is handmade. Uh, my boyfriend also helped me to sew. He learned to sew. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, so he helped and he, he got very attached to, it, to the sewing. So he actually wanted to finish a bag all by himself. So that's something that could be like on the second project, you know, actually teaching people how to sew a bag and like getting them to use if they actually have a sewing machine, getting to do something with their cards. But um, yeah, that could be on the cards for future. Mm -hmm. At the moment, I'm having uh, one of the bags in my hands. It has like uh, many beautiful features, like you are really having good eye for a design and for like the little details. You are using bladder and all the all the like uh, nice prints which uh, stand out on the uh, back very nicely uh, tell me like uh, do you need to add on something when you are sewing it or are you purely using the kite yeah so from the big bag um, the only thing that I add was a zipper uh, for the the one that I made out of bladder I, I had I set a challenge that I just want to choose thread and the kite so everything from that bag from the zipper from Uh, the opening and close, um, that was all from the kite. So I um, I cut the pieces of the bladder and put them together to even make a bag because, you know, as you know, the bladder is not that big. Uh, but most of the time I use lining and I use um, zippers and some, uh, sometimes mm. the handles. So they are um, something new that, you know, you have to incorporate. Mm. And so you do this by yourself. I know you mentioned your boyfriend, your partner is helping you sometimes yeah, a little bit. Sometimes, He's starting, yeah. <laughs> but like in general, is it all your work or is someone else like? No, involved? it's all my work. So my grandmother used to be a professional sewer. She used to make like tailored dresses, and I actually never took sewing. And my mom used to fix my clothing, and I um, again, I never actually tried to learn. That's when I'm. I got a sewing machine from a friend of mine and I asked her, can you teach me some basics of sewing? And she did. And since then I've been fixing clothes, I've been cutting some pillows and doing some throws. And mm. and then I said, you know what, like I'm pretty sure I can do a bag. And she came one day and she taught me how just to do a quick totem bag and what's the principles. And then from that, I've just been following some videos and doing them and getting better and better. 
When I see it, it's really complicated. Me, myself, I'm sewing a little bit too. Like, for example, our legend masks, but nothing as complicated as this. Like, tell me how long does it take to create the bag which I'm holding in my hands right now? Yeah, so if you if you get a totem, which is probably the simplest one, from the point that you are cutting the material to the, uh, to the finish, it will probably take you six hours to do one totem mm -hmm. um, if you're cutting just bits and pieces so if the kite is not full like the kite is just parts of it then it will take more because then you have to put it together until you get the perfect size but um, yeah I managed to do a totem in six hours which That's is quite, quite quick <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh, I started with like a few days it was a few days before I actually managed to come down to six hours <laughs> yeah of course and then there is a lot of designing behind and uh, there must be also some difficulties you come across during the transformation of the kite to another product what difficulties do you come across yeah so you have like obviously a kite is quite um slippery material is massive you can't just put in a table so you have to um, I undo the whole kite first, so I take the bladder out, out of the treads, so take the whole bladder out of the kite, so I'm picking the line, and, and then I take all the lines out of the kite, and then I look into the material and then cut with the templates that um, it took me a while to create because I had to do some of the examples. And then from that, you can start using it and you can start, you know, molding the way you want it. Mm -hmm. And if you would like to buy your product, uh... Do you have any online shop or do you do it like from hand to hand at the moment? Tell yeah, me. so um, at the moment it, it is by just by the Instagram, but um, in the coming months, so stay tuned, we will put some uh, website. Mm -hmm. So what is sell. your Instagram? The Instagram oh, is relaunch.me. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, so you can find it, it's like a, a green icon. If you look at it, there's a little kite on it and there's Brazilian colors. So that's the, what the design was about. So um, even though I am Australian citizen, I just don't like to forget never my roots. Yes. So that's why I like to um, just focus on that. And um, yeah, the relaunch is um, obviously, it's something close to my heart. So it's like, um, you're not just helping me to just maintain the sustainability, but is you're also helping um, um, the Australian Marine Conservation Society. And um, yeah, most of the funds from these bags are going to them. So I'm trying to, to also donate the funds. So yeah, but at the moment, there's no prices um, on the site. So it's just by message. So if you are interested in a bag, if you're interested to, um, to buy several lots of bags, maybe you have a cut event or something, like I'm happy to customize, or if you have even something that you want to do with your kite, I'm, I'm happy to take it and um, do something new, for sure. Mm -hmm. So you have mentioned part of the uh, profit goes to non-profit yeah. <laughs> organizations. Yeah. So actually, as I understand well, you are covering uh, with the cost uh, whatever you have to buy to sew, then you have some profit a little bit and the uh, another part is going to non-profit. Is it right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. So um, I'm trying to get at least back the money that I spend on material. That's what we call my profit. So if, if a bag, say for example, a bag costs $50, 20% of those profits uh, will be for the Australian Marine Conservation Society about uh, the 80 80% so out of the 80% is probably materials probably going to be about 
10 to 20%, depending on how complicated the bag is. I'm trying to get less material and then I use that money to also purchase more material. Yeah, I believe at the moment, like our listeners are wondering, okay, so how much? How much do you sell it? What is the price? Like, yeah, so you can get like the, the cheapest um, of them all right now. It is the Toten. The Toten is $45. Um, if you get a beach bag, the beach bag goes to $60. And if you have a duffel bag, the duffel bag goes to $90. Now, the Bing bag, um, it's going to be a little bit more expensive because it's a lot more kite material. Like I use almost a whole kite to do. And that's about $120. Yeah, I find it just amazing. If you would like to do something good, you can uh, support Danny's project, Relaunch Me. Recycled kites, they are for just this low price and you are still supporting non-profit also. Uh, tell me, where do you see your project in five years? Oh, that's a tough question. With the with the situation that we are right now, yeah, I, I do see it growing. So I, I do um I do said to uh, some of my friends, I said I'm gonna try this for a year. I think like it doesn't it takes it takes more than a year to grow, but I wanna try this for a year and to see what's the support that I get. And I do get a lot of people loving loving the idea and supporting and giving, you know, giving um the either the money or giving the kites. Um, I want I want to try to actually um, get people more aware of how much garbage we create and mm-hmm. how much we actually can use from that garbage. You know, um, I'm very very big on recycling old old, old furniture. I'm very big of um, trying to make something um, new out of the old and using little parts to make something. And um, yeah, so I wanted to grow in a way that people know me that you know being mm-hmm. just helping out. Um, I don't know how big this is going to get. Um, I know some other places, they have massive shops. They have like, they actually cut kites that you can still use. And that's not, that's more my idea. It's not just to make, it's not to make the money. It's like, oh yeah, no, that looks like a good print of a kite. No, this guy flew that kite. Let's just cut it and make something out of it. And let's sell it for this amount. So that's not the idea. It's more like, what can you do to make our society better? And in five years, I do expect that people be more conscious about, you know, when they're buying a kite, what are you going to do with your old one? Um, and yeah. if you, you know, you, I'm like, I'm happy to teach. I'm not just like, oh, yeah, no, I can make a bag and you can buy from me. So Yeah, me, myself, I found a couple of them on the street. So we don't want to see that anymore. So no. thank you for doing that. And mm-hmm. tell me, like, what recycling means for you in general? Uh, it, it means that we are keeping what we've got for the future. So recycling means maintaining what we've got or even making it better. So I, I do think we use, utilize a lot of things that destroy the environment. We are, we are users, and, uh, but no one is actually thinking about well, what's going to happen in the next 50 years with the beaches. You know, just like the, the fact of someone using a body scrub um, that is fabricated in in the shops that that scrub goes to you see and um, you know it doesn't decompose it's for me like well why can't you make your own body scrub from sea salt mm-hmm. and you know it's not gonna affect the environment so just changing a little bit of lifestyle so I think it's uh, recycling is sustainability of the country and of the planet I think yeah yeah you, you have mentioned a few examples what you do in your daily life like for sustainability would you like to maybe mention a little bit more and inspire our listeners 
Yeah, so um, I, li I live in um, a suburb that I'm fortunate enough that we si recycle everything. I think we do recycle 90% of, um, or 100% of garbage. So everything has their own bin. So from obviously what you consume in the kitchen, you will go your plastic, you go your bottles, you have your, so your organic bins, you have your garden bins. So, um, and I know even here in Australia, we do still have a few suburbs that the building have just one, one bin. And no matter if you even try to recycle in the end of the day, it's just gonna go to the same place. Mm -hmm. So um, um, obviously the basic of the garbage and, and that will recycle, but I try to reuse everything. Like I, um, I go to an organic bulk shop and instead of buying a new packaged food, I will get, you know, I'll get the food and I'll put it in, in a pot and I'll put something that it's not, that I'm gonna buy again. So I have heaps of, um, not plastic stuff, but uh, glass containers. And um, we try as much as possible. Obviously I'm not perfect. You know, you have some products that doesn't exist or you yeah, just can't we are afford. all humans, yeah. Yeah, you can't afford, but you know, if you have the choice, I always try to be the healthy choice and the, the more sustainable choice. Um, yeah, even if it costs a little bit more, you would try, yeah. Mm. Would you like to send some message to our listeners? You know, like I'm not, I'm not better than anyone and I'm not worse than anyone. I just find like if each of us do a little bit, you know, we can just, we can just keep, keep what we've got for longer. And um, I think the, the wake up call for me was when I traveled to kitesurfing Vietnam and they have the most amazing beaches around um, Asia. And unfortunately, like right beside the places that was cut, all I could see was rubbish. Mm. All I could see was the rubbish that was off, off, uh, washed off the shores. And I see plastic bottles and I see, you know, all of those things that you go like, how come people are not seeing this? You know, you come, you go to the beach, you, in, you enjoy all of this, what nature has to offer, but you just don't care about it. And I, I felt like I just needed to do something about it. And yeah, um, you know, um, we all have to support ourselves. We all have to like get some money, but you also have to be respectful for what we've got, um, energy source wise and things like that. So when you have a chance to do something better, why not? So I, I feel like everyone is a hero, but you, or you don't wanna, like, you don't think you're gonna save the world just yourself, but if you do a little bit every day, you're actually doing better than most people. Beautiful. Yeah. Today in our Legend Element podcast, we were talking with Daniela Borelli dos Santos about her project Relaunch Me, which is turning old kites into new products. Dani, we are Legend Element, so I would like to ask you, who is your legend you know in person and why? My legend is my dad. So my dad was a person that it, it always motivated me to follow my dreams and do whatever. He always was supportive of everything that I've done. And my dad came out of nothing. Mm -hmm. um, he used to just clean shoes to survive and he built a whole family and he built a business out of nothing. And, um, and we are a generation that some, some people just, you know, don't make any effort and they have everything like just like that. And um, just to watch how much he are. He, he, he got just, you know, working by his own bare hands. Um, I was never given stuff, so I was always, always learned the, the hard way. So like, you know, he would always tell me, you've got to work to earn this. I was never given a car, like I will actually have to work to get my car, even though he at that point could afford me something. So I think this is, um, my hero is my dad, because it actually makes me see the value of things and mm -hmm. what you conquer. 
Yeah. Danny, thank you very much for joining our Legend Element podcast. We wish you all the best with your project Relaunch Me. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me and thank you for listening. And to all our listeners, we hope you got some inspiration out of today's episode. If you like to support Legend Element, you can do so by buying our hand-printed organic t-shirts on legendelement.com or head to patreon.com slash legendelement and become our patron that we know you like what we are doing. Stay legend. Thank you.